Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And yes, for all of you who have been asking, where's Happy? Where's Happy? Here she is. Here's Happy. She was just asleep, so I'm going to put her down now. But yes, thank you very much for asking. Uh, obviously, I am a dog guy and love my new puppies. A couple of quick announcements before we get started. We always start with congratulating people doing the work, getting deals. Do this with me. Leave comments below. Encourage people. We are all one community, so pretty awesome. Let me check the sound volume real quick. Oh, let's turn that up a little bit. Okay. So real quick again, let's congratulate Miguel, James, and Ursula. Congratulations for doing the work. I know it takes time. It's been a crazy market. But again, Ursula, Miguel, and James, congratulations, folks. Again, if you want to be a part of this, you want to say uh, you want to get one of these cards, all you got to do is close your first or next rental property. Let me know that I helped you somehow, some way, and uh, I will send you one of those cards. Next up, good news. I was out of books. Now I'm not out of books. Uh, I did order a hundred from Amazon. Uh, they sent me like 26 or 28 or something. Those are now gone, but I got another shipment late yesterday. So I have 21 more books to go. If you would like to get autographed versions, I'm selling them for 50 bucks. Hard copy of the new book. I just thought it was cool. I wanted to go get this one myself. And then the original paperback version of one rental at a time. Uh, I am selling them for essentially the same price, and I will cover the shipping. So, hey, you guys are being too loud. <sighs> Sorry about that. They were playing, so now I was able to grab Sonny. So, Sonny's going to be in my lap. So, uh, real quick, sorry about the distraction. Uh, a couple of other things. Please, please, please remember five-star book reviews are critical. Uh, if you want to give back to me in any way, writing a five-star book review is awesome. And then next, if you really want to do something fun, which I didn't get any yesterday, which is rare, I would love some book selfies. Take a picture with you with the book, with your kids, whatever you want, outside. If you want to be in the picture, great. If you want to take a picture of the book, looking at a sunset or whatever, totally get it. Let's take some photos. Tag, tag me my Instagram page, one rental at a time, so I could see it, I could share it. We can all have some fun. Uh, then lastly, our private Facebook group, which is just for my students. We officially hit 1,000 yesterday, so congratulations. Uh, it is pretty cool to think that there's 1,000 people doing the work, 1,000 people asking questions, networking, helping each other. Uh, it was a fun ride, and uh, I look forward to seeing where this private group goes. When we are looking at the no news of the day, where should we start? Usually I start at the top. We're going to go to the bottom today. So first off, I mentioned, I think it was yesterday. It might have been the day before. What is today? Wednesday? It might have been. Is today Wednesday? I think today's Wednesday. Uh, Jerome Powell. Looks like uh, the market is starting to agree with me. For the first time, the odds of Jerome Powell being renominated have slipped below 50-50. Uh, I think he is toast. I do not see him getting renominated if what was reported on Monday is true. And that he was trading seven figures in, admittedly, an index fund. But still, not a good look when the Fed share is playing in the markets where he is trying to uh, save it. And, oh, by the way, he gets out right before a drop. Just a bad look. I don't think he did anything malicious, but it doesn't matter. 
there's a stink on that trade. And uh, the real deal is whether Jerome Powell is there or not, not important, but who comes in next? If the stock market doesn't like who's nominated next, we could all be in trouble. Uh, next up, more and more people are starting to agree with me, which is awesome. Uh, I don't know what took them so long. Uh, but yes, more and more people are saying that the Fed will have to raise rates. And more people are saying, by June, what have I been telling you for six months? Not 2024, not 2023, not late 2022. Worst case, summer of 2022. I'm actually starting to think it might be April, but I'm going to stick with my June uh, just to make sense. And this is from Fed uh, President Walker. Uh, next up, let's talk about Zillow. I've got a lot of questions. I've talked about Zillow freezing their iBuyer program. What do I think? Right, Their stock price is at a 52-week uh, low. Thoughts? First off, I'm not a stock guy. I'm the worst person to ask about stocks. I don't care. Don't look. Uh, but I can tell you this. What it tells me is iBuyers suck. Think about this. What did Omar, my real estate entrepreneur, probably who else, tie on Friday, we have all told you that the easiest market ever to flip was late 21, early 22. Lo and behold, Zillow can't turn a profit in the best market to flip. They should stop now. You can only lose 40K a house for so long before somebody asks a question. Zillow should get out of the market. They are not, they can buy, but anybody can buy. Why does my course start with do the work, buy box, learn your market, learn average, then learn good to great. Because anybody can buy a property. Buying a rental property is easy. Buying a good or great deal is hard. Zillow has proven that. They had entire teams buying. They were probably getting rewards and bonuses. Oh, congrats, you bought 18 this month, blah, blah, blah. They bought 18 alligators, man. Just dumb, dumb business model. Uh, it would not shock me if they are frozen out. And if the market, like I say, has a housing slowdown, it will become very difficult to flip. Watch out Zillow, Redfin, Offerpad, you know, the list goes on and on and on. Talking about the labor market in employees, something else I got right and have been talking about for a while employees in labor and unions have all the power. It has been decades, probably 40 to 50 years, right? A la the 1970s that I keep telling you about where labor, unions, and employees had this much power. Again, what's going on, right? We have 10.4 million job of openings. We had 4.3 million people voluntary quit in September. We have 3.6 million people above trend retire. We have had record business openings and entrepreneurship and self uh, single entrepreneurs. And we have record savings. So guess what happens? Wages are going to go up. Companies will be bidding on employees. You will continue to see churn. It is a worker's market. Which again means wage inflation. Wage inflation, folks, has just started. Go get my 50-year spreadsheet. It's in the bonus section of my free course and stare at 1970. 
71, 72, 73. Once wages get sticky and they start working up the stack, it's, it's darn near predictable. So again, this is what's going on. It is not stopping anytime soon. It is not transitory. It never was. And oh, by the way, we want to spend trillions of dollars more in that environment. Are you freaking kidding me? Oh, cannot imagine. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, another thing I got right. I've been having a good couple of weeks. Uh, as I mentioned, the out of stock idea is now hitting companies. Remember what we all did last, I don't know, April or May, we toilet paper and bottled water. Remember Costco was doing this and that. We just couldn't find anything. Well, as I told you, I think on Sunday, when companies believe that, they will start to double and triple order. It is happening now, which is what? Causing more supply chain issues, not less. This is a self-fulfilling cycle that we are in that just has to complete. You can't, you can't break it. And uh, stuff is about to get a lot more expensive. Inflation is real. It would not shock me if the CPI and PPI numbers peak at over 10%, a la 1970s. China home prices are already falling. Again, nailed it. What is happening in China is tragic. It is just starting and it is going to be nasty. China's housing prices fell for the first time in six years. And this is in the first three to four weeks of this crisis. It won't get any better because their home buyer sentiment has gone to essentially zero. They've talked businesses who are selling apartments. Their activity has fallen 90%. Told you, I told you the Chinese consumer is going to retreat. They are afraid China is going to have a negative GDP print. The only reason they won't have a negative print is if they lie. It is going to be October, November. Oh, it's going to be bad. It's just going to be so bad. Uh, so it certainly seems like we are in an inflationary and higher rate environment. That does not mean everything is bad. Right, you can buy oil or energy. Banks, generally speaking, like higher rate environments, and of course, there is tech uh, where they are going to start cost-saving measures. Again, not a stock guy, but there are sectors that, generally speaking, do well in an inflation and higher rate environment. Don't know if you saw this yet, but Bitcoin did hit a new record high this morning. Again, I uh, did a video on this, I think, on Monday talking about this new ETF. It is a futures ETF. I've talked to several people since then. I think most of us agree that this futures ETF, and now there are two, uh, is nothing but a Wall Street grab. It's kind of one of the answers I said. Wall Street, once again, is screwing the little guy. Now, if a Bitcoin ETF comes out and it's quote-unquote spot, where they actually own the coin or crypto, that could be game-changing because that will be a lot of money flow from hedge funds and insurance funds and the like. That could be game-changing, uh, but this futures one is a money grab by Wall Street. It is likely going to make the average person think, oh my God, the SEC likes Bitcoin. Uh, so in the end, I'm glad I have my insurance policy. I'm not selling, not adding, but 
was interesting to see it hit, uh, I think it's 66,000 this morning. Pretty crazy. On to earnings. And this is what we were looking for when I talked to you on Saturday. You may not know the company, but you will know one of their restaurants. The company's name is Brinker International. Like you, I'm like, who the heck is Brinker International? Well, they're the parent company of Chili's. I know Chili's. I don't know if Chili's is national, but they're certainly in California. <clears throat> I might sneeze. Sorry. So what did Chili's report? Horrible numbers. Horrible numbers. Profit margins got slammed. Crushed by higher labor costs. Crushed by higher commodity cost inputs. It's, it's all bad. And I suspect their stock's down 10% or more this morning. Folks, Brinker International is going to eventually realize what that small restaurant in New York did that I've now talked about four or five times. You want to bring more people in, more staff, more employees, you raise wages. Check. Step one. Step two, two or three weeks later, you get new menus where the prices on the menu are up 30, 40, 50%. This is why inflation is a process, why it is sticky, and why it ain't done yet. Yuck. WD-40, big miss. Top and bottom, WD-40, that kind of liquid spray or oil, whatever it is, uh, they, they, they blamed the pandemic on wild, uh, why, what do they call it? Where is it? Uh, wild swings in company sales. I don't know, whatever. That's what they said. Uh, Netflix uh, reported earnings beat top and bottom, but had a weak forecast. Uh, and then Winnebago right? RVs, recreational vehicles, beat top and bottom, strong demand. And you guessed it, Winnebago has the ability to raise prices. And they did. Inflation is real. Companies can raise prices without seeing consumers walk away. Price elasticity. This is stuff you learn when you take economics classes. All bad. Uh, then lastly, uh, Paul Tudor Jones, one of those guys that uh, kind of a headline comes out, I'll generally read the article. Not quite Warren Buffett or Ray Dalio where I will read. But Paul Tudor Jones, I respect, uh, so I generally will read. He is out this morning saying, inflation is going to be worse than feared. Welcome to the party, Paul. I've been talking about that for six months. He actually calls it the biggest threat to the market, which is interesting. Uh, he blames trillion dollars in stimulus. We've spent three or three and a half trillion dollars trying to stimulate the economy. He talks about trillions of dollars of dry powder waiting to be put to work. And then finally, at least shocking to me, Paul Tudor Jones, I don't know, I think he's a baby boomer, right? Generally speaking, not, a, not the age group for crypto, just generally speaking. Uh, he came out and said, I prefer crypto, specifically Bitcoin, to gold as an inflation hedge. I had to read that. I had to go read a couple of articles because I couldn't believe it. Just, just couldn't believe it. But yes, he said he ap uh, appreciates crypto and thinks that crypto has, or specifically Bitcoin, has overtaken gold as an inflation hedge. So again, folks, if you want to get a part of the party and get some autographed books from me, 50 bucks, Easiest way is on PayPal. You can direct message me on Instagram. Uh, I've mailed, I have more going out today, over 30 books out. I will mail some more. Um, 
Yeah, and it's Wednesday, so we should be speaking with Anna, Matt, the mortgage guy, and then I have two surprise guests. I'm talking a lot today. I think I have one at 10 and one at 11. So lots of stuff going for you. Have a great day. Remember, please, five-star book reviews. And if you can, take some book selfies. Those put a smile on my face. Uh, the community likes them. Have fun. Take care. We will do our daily financial news tomorrow. Oh, it's Thursday tomorrow at 7 a.m. Bye-bye.